0: Welcome to the Romani Tea Room, a podcast series by the European Roma Rights Center, talking about Romani activism, history, and culture. So pour yourself a cup of tea, pull up a chair, and join us.
1: Hello, I'm Sophie Datishvili and you are listening to the Romani Tea Room. pork chops with turkey or beef and chicken and different spices meat with meat and even more meat tastefully mixed vegetables and dinners that are cooked with extra portions This is the Romani kitchen and in this episode we're going to talk about it Our guests today have a lot to tell you about Romani food You'll hear from two Romani food lovers, Jonathan Lee from the ERRC and Aaron Jimenez-Cortez, Cortes, is joining our podcast from Catalonia. Later on, I'll be back with Anna Orsos from Hungary, whose home cooking tastes like childhood memories. But now we will start our conversation with Nicoleta Kalin, Romanian Roma, who turned recipes passed down the generations into a food blog. Nicoleta, I'm very happy that uh, we have this conversation today and we're going to talk about Romani Kitchen. (laughs) I'm Mm -hmm. one of your followers on Instagram. I love the content you create there. Tell us more about your blog and uh, also what inspired you to start all this.
2: Thank you very much, first of all, for (laughs) following and liking it. Uh, It's very, I'm very happy to hear that because this is actually the main reason of why I started to do that. Um, So it was only recently I actually decided to combine these two of my patients, which is uh, uh, the patient for cooking and the other for photography. And um now being like you know locked down, working from home, I kind of find a bit more time to invest in it, and then I realized that actually um and also based on on my on some of my friends uh you know uh, uh, advices to start kind of you know uh post on social media, so my intention was to is to inspire people to value food its quality and aesthetics and and to appreciate its role in our life Um, because i truly believe that food is very much connected to sensations and and symbols and as well has an extremely big big impact on how people integrate interact and adapt into society what part of the content that you create is dedicated to Romani kitchen? Uh, I would like to to start saying that um, based on a book uh, I was reading uh, recently, uh, well, not really recently, when I was studying, uh, it's called We Are the Romani People and it's written by Jan Hancock, who explains that like Roma music, there is no single type of the Romani cookery but a range of cuisines that differ from place to place depending upon you know locally available ingredients and as well very important here uh, the social circumstances of the community so I, I think to believe that our romanic cuisine like like language like like music uh, are all colored by the countries we've we've settled in and the roads our ancestors pass through so um I would say that rather uh, they would collectively gather techniques and ingredients from throughout Europe and the world and so adapt it and, you know, uh, absorb local ingredients, traditions and eating habits from their localities, you know, integrating them with their practice. So that's why I believe that our dishes are shaped by travel adaptation, hardship and, and resilience. And this is why I believe that that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, basically, because so showcasing food from all over the world is basically showcasing Romani, Romani, Romani dishes food. <laughs> because we've been through everywhere, you know. Yeah, I would um, tell to
1: our listeners right now that before we arrange this interview, I asked you to um, suggest to me the uh, recipe of uh, any Romani food that you would think is uh, easy yeah. to, to be cooked. And uh, you suggested me this uh, cabbage with meat. And it was a very interesting mm-hmm. experience for me because I was uh, literally cooking it uh, blindly because I had no idea what kind of food I was going to prepare, prepare in the end. But the process was very interesting and the dish was so, so tasty and so nourishing. And then I remembered that you mentioned in our conversation that this exact food is very nourishing because of the
2: whole cultural history background of the Romani people. mass as Roma people would call it, uh, from all over the world, actually, um, it's a very traditional Roma food, as you said, and has been prepared uh, since ancient times. And it's based, based, based mostly on the social economic situation, uh, when, um, when the Back from the times when Roma people used to live in tents and move from one local locality to another, and this this uh, this recipe shows actually a lot of inventiveness and creativity because as they did not have a kitchen and could not cook very often, uh, when they would stop somewhere, they made it in cauldrons. Nowadays, you know, um, it's it's kind of you know uh, how to say I would I don't know um, say that. Could be like a prejudice to kind of say that, um, uh, to kind of assimilate Romani cookery with cauldrons, because there are a lot of people there who would say that most Romani cooking is done over an upper fire in iron pots or kettles. Uh, so it's not surprising that many main dishes are in the form of stews and thick soups. It's nothing wrong with that, but but it's not totally true throughout the history romani people would use very simple recipes because you know of the social circumstances economic economic related you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and have to invent uh, recipes from what they they would afford and they would have you know so uh, i believe that the the resources and the, the access to the resources they have as well was very limited the resources where they have was very limited. So uh, um, that's why it, 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 it kind of comes with this simplicity, you know, in the ingredients, but in the same time, very, very tasty. Thank you so much for Thank for you, you as well, interview. Sophia.
1: Next, let's go to Jonathan Lee, who joins us with Aaron Jimenez-Cortes.
0: Hello, my name is Jonathan Lee. I'm from Wales, uh, from a Welsh-Romany family on my father's side. Uh, And I'm joined here today by Aron Jimenez-Cortez, who is a Catalan gitano, a Romani man from Catalonia. Welcome to the Romani Tea Room, Aron. Thanks for taking the time to speak to us. I'm talking to Aron today about gitano food in Catalonia and in Spain. And I have to admit, I'm ashamed to say I'd never eaten gitano food in my life before now um so before we recorded this podcast i asked Aron here to send me a recipe for food which is typical for romany people in catalonia um the recipe he sent me was for a dish called escudella a la catalana am i saying that right
3: yes it's okay close enough <laughs> yes yeah, escudella a catalana only it's the accent the, uh-huh. uh, the difference between you and me but it's okay
0: so I, I had a go at making it, um, it was delicious, uh, it, it's very rich, it's very flavorful. it's like um, a slow cooked meaty stew, and it's very meaty, uh, it has like five types of meat in it, um, I don't think I've ever had so much meat like, in my life in one go, um, but no, it was wonderful, um, although my girlfriend is a vegetarian. Uh, so she had to kind of put up with me shutting myself away in the kitchen for a few hours uh to myself uh, and it takes a long time to cook actually uh, yes yeah, so, so i I looked it up and it's um it's a very very old dish it's like a an old sort of Catalan countryside dish um what, yes, what can you is. what can you tell me about it? What makes this recipe typical for like Romani food where you come from?
3: Okay, so I'm not a chef, so uh, I, I, sometimes or, or every time I know how to, how to eat, but mm-hmm. not how to do it. No? Yeah. And what I can uh, talk about is Scudella, uh, Scudella la Catalana, usually we say Scudella without la Catalana because for us is our, it's Catalana, <laughs> uh, we don't have to say it. So it is a, a dish with with some meat, uh, with veal, uh, uh, pork, uh, chicken, or hin uh, and sometimes uh, we add lamb also oh, to this cool. uh, to this dish. The most important is the 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 pilotas. Uh, pilotas mm-hmm. is the name in, in Catalan that it, it is the like a balls uh, made it with with meat, yeah. no? uh, with uh, uh, minced beef and minced uh, pork, uh, and with garlic and and um, parsley that mm-hmm. we add at the end of the of the of the recipe. No,
0: no I'm I'm that's pleased it. that uh, it it sounds like what I did. So <laughs> that's good. That what you said is what I did. So I'm happy that uh, <laughs> it's not sort of you know some completely different recipe that I made. You, uh, I mean, you know, I mentioned that I've never eaten um, like Gitano food from Spain or Catalonia before, but like when I was eating it, I actually, I thought this recipe you sent me tasted quite familiar. The ingredients and the preparation, the way it's made are quite similar, actually, I thought, to a lot of other Romani recipes around Europe. Do you think there's a, a reason why there's similarities in kind of the type of food that Romani people eat around Europe?
3: OK, the, the point here is what it means, Romani food. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, our history of persecution uh, has given to us a, a, a particular way to cook. I'm sure uh, we have similarities in the, in the way to make. And why mm. we have this, these similarities. No? For me, this is the important point. As a persecuted uh, people, in the past, thanks God, today uh, we are not living this situation. We are living anti but not in the same way that our ancestors uh, lived. it. Sure. Uh, but uh, so they they were li- were living uh, uh, in a in a way that maybe they eat right now, and today's uh, they weren't uh, to eat again. So. If they have to, to eat right now, they have to eat a lot. So caloric, ah, okay. uh, so energetic.
0: I mm, don't know when they will eat again, you mean?
3: Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, and and so cheap. If, if you want to, to do a Scudella today, mm. Scudella is expensive. But today, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, time, time ago, these uh, these ingredients were so cheaper. That were the ingredients that the rich people didn't want. So uh, it was so cheaper.
0: No, I, I mean I agree, and like it, it's a. We're neither of us are chefs, and I guess we're both kind of. It's a hypothesis for both of us, sure. But yeah, normally I like like you said before. It's it it is just the national cuisine a lot of the time. It's the same food. So gitano food in Catalonia is Catalan food, just cooked slightly different. And this, to me, makes it shows that. Uh, Romani food and Romani culture is actually very integrated into the national culture of different countries in Europe. Um, I wonder, do do you think that Romani food plays a role in preserving the traditional food of a country? Do you think it keeps um, Catalan food, Catalan culture alive through, uh, you know, Gitano culture?
3: For sure. We have the influences of other people. So, uh, without a doubt, uh, we we cook the dishes of the of the Catalan traditional uh, kitchen, uh, but we we make in a in a different way, and that's uh, it's a that that is a, a a great contribution to the to the to the keep of the culture and, and, and something like that. Romani food contributes in each country. To the, to the culture of the, of the country
0: Yeah no, for, for sure. In, um, I mean in the UK there's, there's lots of uh, dishes that Romani and, and traveler people eat, which are actually very like old-fashioned types of food, you know um, things like boiled puddings and food like pickled in vinegar. Um, kind of things that basically the majority population don't really eat anymore, or don't eat very often, maybe. Uh, and these recipes are basically kept alive, I think, a lot of the time by Romani and traveller people. You know, it's like it's like you say, it's yeah. this kind of food that's like
3: in, in the same way you are you are talking. Uh, for example, escudella. Hmm. Uh, Catalan people eat escudella, obviously, but but not, not usually because it's so difficult to eat. And for example, uh, in my family, in my household, every Sunday we eat escudella and it is not usual in a, in a Catalan family. Uh, yeah. and, and it is so usual in a Romani-Catalan <laughs> family.
0: I don't think so, I could eat it every Sunday if I'm honest, restaurant. <laughs> I, like, I had like sweats yes, you, can, from my...
3: <laughs> you can You can come to my home every Sunday if you want. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think you have to be like, from a young child or something, you need to be born like eating the Eskodea every week and then like, (laughs) Um, okay, that that brings us nicely on, actually. Um, I was thinking, see, you you mentioned like what Romani food means in the sense of how it's cooked and stuff like that. Um, What does like Hitano food mean to you, like personally? For me, if I think of like what is Romani food, or what is Gypsy food, it, I think of family. Basically, it's a very family-focused type of food. You know, you have lots of bread, lots of. Like, the recipe you sent me was designed for ten people, for example. Um, yes. Yeah, uh, which says something, I think, about Gitanu food that it's like ten or nothing. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if, maybe you don't have an answer, but like, w- what does it mean to you on a personal level?
3: For me. Obviously, the the, the 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 cuisine, no, the, 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 mm. the Romani cuisine has a, a a strong link with the family, as you as you told. Uh, we can't we can't think about Romani food without family. Uh, mm. I'm I'm sure about it.
0: Thank you very much, Sharon. That was Aaron Jimenez Cortes from Catalonia.
1: Now, Anna Orsas from Budapest, Hungary, will tell us about Romani food from her community that connects people and families. Uh, thank you, first of all, for joining us in this episode of the Romani Tea Room. Um, yeah. What does Romani kitchen and Romani food and all these traditions, serving food, cooking it, what does
4: it all mean for you? So, you know, when I'm thinking about uh, Romani Kitchen, I feel somehow, you know, uh, like, you know, when you are at home on something, you feel home, family, warm, and all these things, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, because we always say, doesn't matter where it's your house place. You feel home where you have the feeling, and it's the same with the food, you know? When I'm tasting like my mom food, that bring me some warm feelings, and I feel really happy, because that connects me with, with my roots, with my family, with my, you know, like really happy feelings. So for me, it's something Really special, you know. I really like to taste different type of food, drinks, sweets, everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, those which is made in my home or in my mom home or you know in this Roma traditions, that's a kind of like bring me back in my childhood. You know, bringing something. You know, I belong to this. Or, I, I I cannot really explain it's a really pleasure to eat that food because that's always brings this positive like thoughts where we were child at home where we were like in this close family relatives was coming everyone was you know sharing the stories and and the food and everything and the feeling that you know you belong to somewhere because mm-hmm. these days you know the poverty it's really deep But that also shows, you know, how strong is the relation between Roma and Roma. Because there was no way, you know, on the street I was living, if someone had no food, to remain hungry because we were sharing, we were, you know, inviting people to eat. Even if it was non-Roma, you know, we always make a bit more than it's enough, you know, just in case to, to share with others. So
1: it's part of the hospitality, right? Exactly, exactly. How much do you think Hungarian kitchen traditions and culture influenced on uh, Romani kitchen and traditions and on the contrary, maybe?
4: Yeah, so uh, the influence, it's, you know, honestly, uh, in the Roma settlements, those food, which I was mentioning, and there are some, uh, really special like the beans with the smoked ham in some places they are also making with this handmade pasta as well you know co- uh, like covering in so there are like places where they definitely cl- keep everything on the same way as they learn from the grandmama mom and you know give it to the child you know usually like my mom was always like asking me when i was really little come to help me do this do that you know and by doing with her together i was learning how she made it for those who
1: are listening to us right now and have not discovered romani kitchen yet how would you
4: describe romani food for those people so I recommend and I describe, you know, on the way, those people who love meat, they should really try the Romani kitchen because usually Roma are eating meat with meat. And what I wanted to like highlight that our kitchen, it's really diverse and colorful. This
1: is all for today. If you're listening to this episode on Facebook or SoundCloud, don't forget to check our comment sections where you will find the Romani recipes recommended by our guests. If you also have your favorite Romani food recipes, go ahead and share them in the comments below. You have been listening to the Romani Tea Room. Stay tuned.